Got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to Zorkcast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all of the knowledge you need to travel in style, brought to you in nine minutes or less. Okay, well, sometimes more than nine minutes, but always less than 36. Now, please welcome the hosts of Zorkcast, your friendly neighborhood American, Michael Mason Traeger, and everyone's favorite Brit, Steve White. Hello, and welcome back to Zorkcast. So Steve and I are back for another episode. I'm sorry there's been a slight hiatus, but we've all been very busy in that time. The UK casinos have finally reopened. So, Steve, thank you for joining me on this lovely evening. I just think it's important to point out we haven't just been spending the whole time in UK casinos <laughs> while we've been. <laughs> this hasn't been the busy thing. We've not just been playing slot machines the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And we had and we had a very nice reopening week. I went to the actual weekend when the UK casinos finally opened and then Steve joined me. Was it the next weekend? I it was either the next weekend or the week or the weekend afterwards. I can't I can't remember. And we had a really great time at Playboy Club and we put together a little video and slideshow of our experience. So there's no reason for us to completely duplicate all of that here, but it was a good trip and it felt safe and fun and all of that, right? I mean, it was, uh, it was not, and we, and you got your slot stuff going on. So that yeah, was, yeah, pretty- I mean, we spent the whole, pretty much the whole day there, didn't we? Well, we, we went when it opened and it opened at lunchtime and we were still there at sort of nine o'clock at night. Um, just kicking back, playing some slots, drinking some beers. There was, of course, the bunnies, which made it even better. But it was, it felt, and I know we mentioned this in the video, but it felt seriously safe, didn't it? We had our temperatures checked when we got there. We were wearing masks the whole time. Um, you have to wear masks in the casino. And the actual fact, the government pretty much mandate you have to wear masks everywhere indoors now in particular. But it all felt still very, very natural, very calm. Playboy was especially good because it was really quiet, wasn't it? There was like nobody else there. We saw maybe few people during the day, maybe one other person during the day. There was a few more as we as we left, wasn't there? But it was um, pretty quiet, really. Yeah, which is great. I mean, because we're living in sort of a strange world right now. But it was almost like a private club for the two of us, which is it is a private club casino, which is a little bit of a strange thing. But I mean, I I thought it was a really enjoyable day. And I never spent so much time around the slot machines before because I usually play Punto Banco. So that I found to be sort of interesting. By the end of it, Michael was like, let's play that again. Let's play that again. Let's play it for a bit longer. Keep pressing the button. Can I press I the wanna, button? <laughs> I wanted to see that pot, that pot explode or does the lid close or whatever. You know all of these games so well. So you've got all of the things to say, you know, during them. I'm just We just not, were chasing um, this progressive forever, weren't we? Oh, we should also mention they had guaranteed progressives, didn't they? When it, it, it would hit, the progressive would hit a certain amount. That was interesting. Yeah, and we hit that really tiny one, but it was was it like a mini or something? But it did. Yeah, it, did it was like hit. twenty pounds. Yeah, that was cool. But it was sort of when it hit, it just sort of flashed on the screen and then increased the uh, bank. It was sort of a letdown. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it wasn't like a coin show or anything that you were expecting or an explosion. It literally, we were like, oh, we just hit it, 
In fact, I think we both missed it initially. I can't remember. You have to go watch the video back, which is on YouTube, by the way. But it was sort of just, oh, we hit it. Great. So, but that was exciting because we we wondered if it was going to hit because it was so close. And that's actually a smart play in these UK casinos, I think. Yeah. And also figuring out, you know, it's connected to a bunch of different machines, including the machines outside on the terrace in the smoking section. And that was sort of cool. I guess we were a little worried. We weren't exactly sure because it's definitely not on all of the machines. We weren't exactly sure. No. They don't make it abundantly clear which machines are on the progressive, but it was interesting. So, no, I think it's great. I think UK casinos, you know, the weekend before, my experiences were very positive. I mean, I was feeling pretty good about it. So We're, de- we're definitely going to go back to, I mean, it hasn't put us off at all. We're, we're going to go back no. pretty soon. And, I think uh, we're going to have a visit possibly, you know, in the next few weeks, maybe. Yeah, I think definitely. And, I, and it also, the um, one thing I also wanted to point out was... By law here in the UK, for those that don't know, the slot machines have to display their payout percentage. You have to be able to access that information. And I think all of them were on 90% or above from memory. Was that right? I think they were all 90% or above. And that was the same for every denomination too. So you didn't even have being, you could be playing 60 pence a press. You didn't have to be paying five, 10 pounds a press to get the 90% payback, which I thought was really interesting. They hadn't set it at different amounts for different denominations. Yeah, no, no. I think it is interesting. And also the other thing about UK slots, which are interesting, is that you get all of the lines. You never have a choice of like denomination and number of lines and multiplier. You always get all the lines, which is really sort of nice on the smaller bets. Yeah, definitely. That worked really well for us at some points too. (laughs) So I was like, oh, how much money am I going to (laughs) lose? It is interesting. I mean, I think the whole payback percentage... It's such an interesting thing when you talk. I mean, I was arguing with people, well, not arguing in a nasty way, but, but you know, people have all of these, I find slot players have an incredible number of superstitions. Oh my you know, God, the whole conspiracy thing about, theories go wild. Yeah. Oh my you? God, like whether I have my players card in or not have my players card in and other people and some of the things that I read are absolutely phenomenally inaccurate you know and i it's always it's always funny and i i was meaning to mention this to you the other day because someone was like i've tested this recently and when i use my free play and i keep my players card in you know i i don't win but you know if i use my husband's card or somebody else's it wins and then i tried it this way and this way and then someone else says that happened to me too or i did it And I think the disconnect is, you know, understanding variance and, you know, random number generators, but also the fact that it's all the short term, you know, I mean, and I think I I don't know how much you've run into a lot of those things that people say that they truly believe are fact. And it sort of blows my mind sometimes. Well, it's true. I mean, let me ask you a question. I don't think I've ever asked you this. Would you take or play with a $50 bill in a Vegas casino? Because is that not the same thing? (laughs) (laughs) Let me explain something to you about superstitions. Mm -hmm. There's feelings and superstitions where you admit that you understand it doesn't make a difference, but you still do it anyway. This is true. For luck or for what you perceive as being lucky. But then there's the issue of saying 
that the casino is specifically cheating you or altering the outcome. I think that's a difference. You know, in other words, saying if you have your player's card in, the casino looks at that and alters the outcome of the random number generator and impacts the outcome of what's happening on a slot machine is a lot different than, oh my God, Steve, you just handed me a $1,000 and $50 bills and I am yeah. not going to put them down on the table because $50 bills are bad luck. You know, I think that's, I think that's, I think you're, little- I think you're right because there's no way the casino is cheating you because you're playing with your player's card. But equally, I wouldn't ever take a $50 bill into a Vegas casino. So yeah, I get, I get it. I get what you're saying. Well, let's let's. It's also the way they look at you if you try and use one. Look at you, literally, like you just killed someone. I used fifties when I first went to Vegas because I didn't know about this. And here in the UK, if you go and exchange money, you they barely ever have a hundred dollar bills. Fifties normally the highest. So it's like every time I change my money now, they look at me really weirdly when I'm like, "Don't give me any fifties. I'd rather have a load of twenties because they automatically try and give you the biggest bill. Nope, nope, don't do it. You know, this is an interesting point, and it's a point of analysis with looking at casinos, when people think that the casinos are manipulating the outcomes on slot machines. Mm-hmm. Let's just go through a little bit of logic and reasoning here. First off, if I really did believe that was happening, why would you ever play a game where you think you're being cheated? That's illogical. <laughs> because That's because true. why would you risk your money? If you think somebody is manipulating the outcome of that game based on whatever they want to do. So first off, to me, I'm like, well, why do you keep playing there if you think they're doing that? Like, it's a dishonest game. Then the second – I've always found that to be be awful odd that people think that that is, is something that would – you know, that a casino would do. Then the second issue is the average – most slot machines, you know, the house – it's a 10% house edge, 12% house edge, 8% house edge. That is fucking huge. I mean, yeah. <laughs> why would you have to cheat somebody well, if yeah, you exactly. had a 10% house edge? That's – illogical. So that to me doesn't make any sense. And then the other problem is when people try to give examples of something as if they've tested it, they haven't really tested it. If you want to test, you know, the outcomes of, you know, playing nine, six jacks or better or, or playing a slot machine, I would say, great. Okay. I would like to see your test results on that machine. If you're going to play with your player's card and somebody else's, I'd like you to do 10,000 spins or 30,000 spins, not a (laughs) hundred. I mean, you know, so, and then if you want to show me the results of doing 30,000 spins in five different independent trials, I'd be really curious to see that. But anything that's like a hundred spins, a thousand spins, 500 spins, it's too small of a sample size. It doesn't even get past any deviate, you know, the variance. It doesn't go anywhere. The sample size is just way too small. Yeah. So these, ca- I, these casinos are but not I don't screwing you why over. People don't get that. Is because that- also, there's so many regulations around it too. There's no possible way they could screw you over in that sense. Any reputable casino, it's just they're not going to risk it. Why would they? They don't need to. As you say, they've already got the percentage on the machines. Why do they need to? They're going to screw you over in other ways, like making you play unfavorable odds on roulette or blackjack or whatever, but they're not going to screw you over on a slot machine. It's just, it just ain't happening. 
And let's pretend, let's pretend a casino wanted to do this and they wanted to screw you over in a slot machine. That means that somebody in IT or somewhere is going to have to be programming some server-based system, which then overrides the random number generator, which is supposed to be tested and regulated. Now, if we want to stick with the conspiracy theories, do you believe that means that somebody has to program how the overrides happen? or how the manipulation happens, right? Yeah. And if somebody has to program that, that means somebody in IT knows about that or multiple people know about it. Do you really think after all of these years of casinos being around and slot machines and jurisdictions that there wouldn't be a whistleblower or some employee that would say, hey, this casino is fixing, exactly. you know, is fixing the right, like how could that, how could that be? That would be the deepest darkest, longest-held conspiracy secrets ever. And I just can't. No, I just that. I don't, I I'm just saying from a practical standpoint, like, how how could that be, you know? I you, mean, I just... Do you think people will come up with these ideas to make themselves feel better when they lose? I don't know. I mean, I look at... Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to me because what, what blows my mind about most of it is if you think a casino is doing something dishonest or cheating you or manipulating it, I would never play at that casino again. Like if, if they cheated you at blackjack, if they cheat you, if they cheat you on a slot machine, if you if you really believe it, if you believe in your heart or you or that somebody is cheating you, why would you play and give business to a company that's cheating you? How can that yeah have it makes no sense any logic so yeah it's interesting but this comes up a lot but i think we gave a very good like i that's like by one two and three of how i counter all that kind of stuff i'm just like okay well how would this work and it's very interesting but i think that you know the thing about it is math most people don't really understand math, right? I mean, and think things like standard deviations and variance and long-term and short-term and odds. People don't – maybe some people don't really think about it that much, you know? And I think I'm that's sure it. I'm not sure people honestly, really care about it either, do they? What's the average person – I don't care about that when I'm playing. I just want to play the machine I want to play, in all honesty. Right. And also, most people are really playing in a true short-term Think about the average slot player. They're going to a machine with $300, $500, $200, $100. It's really all extremely short-term play. Yeah, so, even a few thousand dollars is short-term. You know, it's, gonna be, it's pretty hard. to. You've got to have to go in there with like – it'd be different if you went in with a million dollars. Well, I always say, like, look at a cycle. Like, what? look at a video poker cycle for a royal, like on Jacks or Better. What is it? 42 – every – you're supposed to get a royal every 42,000 hands or something yeah, like that. that. Okay. So, I mean, think about 42,000 hands, you know? I mean, that's that's a lot, you know? I mean – if you're at, playing at quarter, like – if you're, even if you're playing a quarter game, that's like well over $42,000, isn't it? If you're playing a quarter game, that's fifty over fifty thousand dollars in coin in. Yeah. And quite frankly, how many spins an hour? <laughs> I mean I yeah. mean that's but you know, forty two thousand hands. And of course it doesn't mean every forty two thousand I mean, you're you gonna could, hit it. <laughs> I don't think you could do that coin in. I mean, what is considered very fast video poker? Uh, how many hands an hour? Uh, uh, on single line. Uh, 
it's a couple hundred hands an hour. I mean, you know, that's the problem with doing promotions and things like that if it was like a multiplier day. So say you got like a hundred times multiplier and you needed to get a lot, you know, and that always is the multiplier with the tier points and everything. Doing it on quarter, you know, optimizing it on quarter, something like quarter video poker would be really, really hard because it's a dollar, it's dollar twenty five spin. Getting a lot of spins in is really, really tough with with uh, such a low denomination, you know, and, and what is it like if it was jacks or better? I mean, it used to be, I know everything used to be $10 a tier point, you know? So, but I mean, now that could be like $20 a tier point, yeah, you know, 25 $50 a tier. Best, better paying machines, certainly at Caesars, it's 25 now. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a real problem. I mean, I can't, I mean, I, I would go out of my mind playing single line video poker mm. for that long but it's interesting i've done i've done, I've done it, diamond in a day on video poker but multi-line not on single line they used to have that machine i think i've mentioned it before at planet hollywood but now they changed it and made it 25 dollars a tier credit so it's not as valuable as it once was but i've done diamond in yeah. a day on that before no that's, a long that's day but i like video poker so yeah you just like anything that's in front of a machine i don't like with, you uh... <laughs> That was so overly harsh. Even as I thought it, I was like, that's really harsh. <laughs> you know, we're getting a review on iTunes that says that nasty, unfriendly co-host. You know, I get rid of you as the co-host, except you already I, have paid to the re- intro. I, I have to redo the intro and outro again. Yeah, that's, that's, what, I, that's, that's what you keep saying is you're going to get pissed off at me and just get at me. I'm like, no, I'm too cheap to want to redo the intro. I'm like, and now outro you've done again. the intro. I'm I'll just going to be as abusive as I want. Now you've done the intro. I've been holding back for all these months. Well, what, what I'll do is I'll just do it. Yeah, no, what can we do? So, what are you thinking? <laughs> oh my god, just to, just to, to close mention, this little... This is, you know, this is episode 99, you know what that means? That means the next episode is 100. You are a math genius, after Ooh, all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what happens on episode 100? We have a very special guest. I'm going to let you do the big reveal, because you've spent so much time doing this podcast. I feel like episode 100 is the big landmark occasion. You should do the announcement. Yes, we have a wonderful interview with Jonathan Jossel of the Plaza, and we it was it was really great and and quite insightful, and we are really happy to share it. Of course, if I could remember any of the insights, it would be a miracle. But since ex- <laughs> well, you unfortunately, are, you, are, you are pushing fifty. Yeah, that's unfortunately the short term memory ain't so good, but that's going to be a lot of fun. And let's just finish this off with uh, Steve. Let's take bets here. Uh, This would be interesting to hear from people. So when do you think the United States will allow European tourists back in, you know, under standard situations, not special visas or anything? What's your what's our guess? Let's let's go with I'm going to say. Do you need an exact date or a rough estimate? Well, I think exact probably wouldn't be that fair. So, like, I mean, I think something like the second week of would probably I, be a because I can't decide it. whether I think the first week of December or the last week of November. I think it's going to be sort of either late November or early December. So, I guess I'm going to have to pick. I'm going to go with the start of December. I think whatever happens, it's going to be after the election now. I just don't think okay. it's important and I, I've to people over there. And I don't, I think Trump wants to say he's been able to, I'm not going political, by the way. I just think that he wants to be able to say that he's, this is something he's done to stop the spread of the virus. 
seeing as he claims it came from Europe. I don't know. Is that too political? <laughs> I don't want to get all the it's hate. Prob- great, great, excellent. You, you. I'm went, not saying whether yeah, it's I, as good or bad. I've I'm just <laughs> fucking spent 99 episodes not being political, and you have messed it all up. You just couldn't. You just couldn't. I mean, you know what? Why don't we talk about Brexit now, okay? Because that's in the news this week. Okay, let's piss everybody off. Uh, anyway. <laughs> you got to say when your so, date is. So I'm going to go the first week of December. I'm going to go the second week of January. Okay. But I want to so, I want to be there for my birthday. <laughs> I'm sorry. I will try to work that out. So this is episode 99. We have a great episode 100. After that, I think we're going to be talking a little bit more about Vegas and the opening of Circa yeah, and the direction of Vegas opening. and things like that. I think there's a lot to talk about. So we'll pull all that together. But I'd like to thank everybody for joining us today. You can find me on Twitter all the time at Travelzork or please join our Facebook group. Please also subscribe to the YouTube channel and give us some feedback on the Playboy video, which I thought was pretty decent. And Steve, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter also, at Las Vegas UK. Give me a follow and definitely check out that video because we want to know what you think. Because if you like it, we'll make more. If you don't like it, we may still make more, but we will try (laughs) and make them better. Very good. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today and until next time. You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at travelzork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Insta at Travelzork and on the Zorkcast Facebook group. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on Zorkcast. Until next time, dream big and remember, a dollar won is twice as sweet as a dollar earned. 